welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. I'm so glad you're with us this hour. Um, I don't know. My life is just a strange and colorful tapestry of singular threads that often find their way weaving themselves together into an incredibly complicated tapestry and design. And I look at all these threads and say, you know, how could this have happened exactly? Often when I've interviewed somebody and I've never met them and I've never been to their establishment or maybe I know of it, but I don't know it well, or maybe I was there years and years and years ago and so much changes in such a short time, especially in the travel industry. That interview motivates me to want to know more, to go and see it myself, to get the real picture. And that happens with some frequency. Regrettably, life's challenges get in the way of me going and visiting everybody that I interview all over the world. But every now and then, I make something happen, and then once I get there, I'm so glad I did. Far too often, I interview general managers, owners, CEOs, heads of brands, and when I ask them what makes their place special, I will often hear things like our team. And I will hear grandiose things about the team. I'll ask about the physical plant and I'll hear wonderful things about the physical plant. Sometimes when I actually show up, I have to do something that I really hate doing and that's drop the person a note who I interviewed and said, you know, why don't you send a mystery check-in person because what you think that's going on at your front desk or in your other staff is really, nah, <laughs> maybe when you're there. <laughs> Not so much when I got there. And um, I don't generally, I gen well, I would almost say I pretty much never come on air to embarrass anybody because there's no point in that. The, the value is for me to be able to say, go clean up your act because you've got a really special place. And sometimes there is what I like to refer to as a teachable moment where you can go back and just tighten up the screws a little bit and make sure that everybody on your team is really on the page that you think they're on and you want them to be on. But for the most part, when I am motivated to go somewhere and I get there, what I find is that no matter what it was that I was told that got me excited about going there was an underestimation of what is really there. And I know they must have said wonderful things to get me to go, or I wouldn't have gone. But when I arrive, and it is a bigger wow than I expected it to be, that happens more often than not in places that I've gotten excited about. And one such place that is one of those truly wow moments from the staff to the adorableness of the property to the attention to every detail and the uniqueness of the theme of the property that's not only one of those, oh gee, this is a musical hotel, so we've got lots of instruments laying around. This is a place where the symphony is playing <laughs> and the symphony 
revolves around artistic and cultural areas of living that make life worth living. And so we're going to be talking a bit this hour with the owner and chairman of the Betsy Hotel, Jonathan Plutzik, right after this. This weather report is brought to you by the Curacao Tourism Board. The long-range weather forecast for the north coast-to-coast calls for snow, sleet, icy rain, slippery roads, and a windchill factor well below freezing. The long-range forecast for Curacao calls for warm and sunny today, warm and sunny tomorrow, next month, and the months that follow, with highs around 86 degrees and lows around 76. Isn't it time to plan your breakaway in Curacao now? Learn more at curacao.com. That's C-U-R-A-C-A-O dot com. I am delighted to be in the boardroom where it's nice and quiet because this is a hopping hotel filled with people who clearly use the Betsy on Ocean Drive in Miami Beach's trendy South Beach right across the street from the Atlantic Ocean and the beautiful beach. This is clearly, Jonathan, a place where people assemble to have a meeting, um, do some business, meet with friends, um, relax and chill out. Um, it, it, the place is happening. How'd you do that? Well, thanks, Stephanie, and, and thrilled to be with you. Um, well, I would say a couple things. First of all, um, you know, we wanted to create simply an, an inviting place. Now, that may seem like a simple idea, but we went about hiring folks who could contribute to the construction of something that feels more like the home of a affluent friend than an institution. And we want everybody who walks through the front door, whether they're visiting, coming to eat, or checking in, or just peering in, to feel as though they can breathe a big sigh of relief and plop down in a comfortable chair. So. It's certainly about comfortable chairs. It's certainly about big windows that let the light in. It's certainly about the art hanging on the walls. Yes, and I don't want to be Pollyannish. It, it, it is certainly about the people who work here and having them put a smile on their face. And not just the ones who greet you, but of course the ones you bump into in the hallway who may be wearing a housekeeping uniform or an engineering uniform. But, but for us, it's really about authentic sort of humanity and authentic hospitality. Most other things, not all of them, but most other things can take care of themselves if you have the right physical environment and you have the right team to embrace people when they arrive. If you can put those two pieces together, again, there are many, many details that make the hotel business very complicated. Frankly, it's a, I'm astonished by how complicated it is. I came to it late in life, so many moving pieces, so many new bodies arriving on the scene. But if you put all those pieces together and you attach a smiling, authentically warm face to it, great things can happen. Uh, well, uh, you know, talking about smiling faces, there are a few different places that are food options here. Are they owned by the hotel or are they lessees who are on property or what? Everything you see here in, at the Betsy is owned by the hotel. We've had the good fortune, and we're about to celebrate our 10th anniversary 
uh, with a great internationally renowned chef, Laurent Turandel, uh, who's been our partner for 10 years uh, to contribute to the culinary excellence of the hotel. But our relationship with him is really as our chef partner, we own the restaurants here on property and we collaborate with him using his culinary excellence to make it excellent for people who have come to eat. Well, I, I have to tell you, for I, I'm sure you know better than I, being directly involved in the business, for the most part, restaurants are a loser for hotels, and they're there to for the convenience of the guests and to be available for room service and that sort of thing. And um, most places don't do well with them. But I have to tell you, what happened at my lunch today in your pizza place? What is it called? The Alley. Places. First of all, the place is adorable. And it really is, it was sitting there that it hit me what the vibe is that I feel here. Because walking through the hotel where there, everywhere you look, there is some artistic, graphic image of something related to books and art and photography. And um, just about every hallway you walk into, in the elevator and elsewhere, everywhere there's just books galore happening everywhere you are. And so it's just constant reminders of the, the cultural influence of management on the experience of the guest. When I got to the alley, the alley. first of all, that was the best salad I have ever had. A truly unique salad made of shoestring thin pieces of uh, zucchini and something else, squash, and mixed with arugula and sliced almonds in a lovely, very lightly vinaigrette kind of a dressing, because I'm not into vinegar. Grabs me behind my ears, vinegar. It was, it was delightful and delicious, and then here came this fabulous pizza. We had the sweetest waitress. I didn't get her name. And um, I should have, and I'm sorry I didn't. She is the only waitress in my lifetime of eating out, which is far more often than most people should, who, when we were getting up to leave, said, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Holy cow. Blew me away. Blew me away. The only other experience I had that was high up on the list of memorable to that nature was when I got off an Air Canada flight in Toronto and the flight attendant said, we look forward to seeing you on the return, Mrs. Abrams. Wow, we'll be right back, don't leave me.
Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. 
It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. If you've just joined us, I want to remind you that in a couple of days, we, we aim for Wednesday at the latest after the weekends when we broadcast, you'll find at travelers411.com, if you click on podcast, you'll find the podcast which is downloadable for 52 weeks of this episode of Travelers 411 and all of the shows are divided into two different podcasts. One group is Travelers 411 and the other is Travel with Stephanie Abrams and you can download us and take us with you wherever you're going. Also, simultaneously in the show notes at sabrams.com, that's S-A-B-R-A-M-S.com, you'll find links to our guests' relevant websites, You'll find information in the show notes, links to photographs, and also links to the archived audio, which stays forever and ever. So after you can no longer download the podcast because it's gone, we figure if you don't download it in 52 weeks, you're probably never going to. So we don't continue to support it beyond that point. But the archived audio is there forever. And so I hope you'll go back if you missed our last segment, particularly because I was talking about um, a member of the waitstaff team at the Alley, which is the kind of pizza parlor offering kind of a place that doesn't feel like a pizza parlor, here at the Betsy South Beach Hotel in Miami Beach, right on the right in South Beach in the best part of, this is such a happening, trending area. But um, the, the, the gal that waited on us is named Shoani, and she was the one that said at the end of the meal when we were getting up to leave, thank you for coming, I really appreciate it. Um, it sh- that, I'm talking with Jonathan Plutzik, owner and chairman of the Betsy Hotel in South Beach, Miami Beach, Florida, blew me away. Well, she's a special person. And, she really is. And Time she, for a raise. <laughs> she, she, oh, she really, she is, that you want to talk about an ambassador? You know, she, that, you know that story is going to get told about a million times by me. And what is that worth? You know, you think about somebody taking one moment to say, I really appreciate it, four words. I'm really impressed. And I have to tell you what happened while I was sitting there. I'm sitting in this, you know, what is billed as the alley, a place for light fare, salads, pizza, whatever. And yet, it felt very Saint-Tropez to me. It felt very south of France. It, the, when I started to put the pieces together of what is this place? How do you describe the threads, the colorful threads of this tapestry? There is a very European influence infused into what you feel once you're here at the Betsy. It's a very unusual place. Well, thank you. And actually, I think you've picked up on something that we've tried to create. And I'm gonna, go me. I'm going to go quickly, just go through the pieces of it. Uh, first to say, we have this relationship with this great French chef, Laurent Turandel. So Et je parle français, monsieur. There you go. Um, And uh, so that's an influence. We have two extraordinary Italian, Italian, Italian Italian-American decorators, Diamante Perdasoli and Carmelina Santoro. Oh, go them. And my wife had the good fortune, who grew up in Africa, actually, to have a grandmother, my grandmother-in-law, 
uh, who spent the later years of her life in the south of France, uh -huh. uh, in Cannes, uh -huh. just, uh -huh. uh, just off the Croisette. So we're influenced inevitably in trying to create that sort of feeling. When you say the, just off the Croisette, was she on the street where all the good shops are? She's just at on, one street back? Well, she was one street, she was behind the Carlton Hotel. Oh, my place. <laughs> Get a photo of the Carlton Hotel. Okay. Look up above, on the second floor, right. above the entrance. Yeah. That's my room right there. It's a That's my room. The girl a, has good taste. It's a magnificent spot. And my wife always says to me, you know, when we were younger, she was always struck and confused when her parents said, we're going to go down to the Quasette and sit for a few hours. And my wife said, I always thought to myself, what in the world are they doing? But now, of course, we've gotten to an age where that's exactly what we want to do, whether it's on the Quasette or, frankly, it's here in South Beach on Ocean Drive in front well, of the Bet Sea. There's, there's a lot of similarity. I mean, one is the Mediterranean and the other is the ocean. But, you know, there, there is a lot. There is, yeah. And it's, the yeah. and it's the same international crowd arguably in both places. Well, when we got out of the car, when we arrived here yeah. yesterday, yeah. two French guys were walking by, and I just yeah. wanted to follow and get into their conversation. We'll be right back. Don't leave me. So much to talk about. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? 
Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. I'm talking with Jonathan Plutzik here at the wonderful Babetsy Hotel in Florida's unique South Beach in Miami Beach. And we were just talking about the Carlton Hotel in Cannes um, because there is so much about this hotel that has that kind of sophisticated, joie de vivre sense of enjoying living in a very, this is not a place you walk into and you feel like you're, you know, it's decorated in early hotel lobby. You know that decor style, early hotel lobby? Um, it, it's a wonderful place, right down to the places there are for you to grab a bite or a meal. And um, Jonathan, you mentioned the Carlton Hotel. Um, people, if you haven't seen it in a while or you've never seen the film To Catch a Thief, with Cary Grant and Grace Kelly, which was shot in Monaco, 
And there's a beach scene where everybody is swimming and they come up on the sand and whatever. That beach scene is in Cannes and it's right in front of the Carlton Hotel. And to stand there with your, or go online, find the picture, stand with your back, stand, look at a picture so that it, you're seeing it head on, find the entrance and just look two levels above the entrance right there, my room. Yeah, oh, we, every time we go there to, to Cannes. In fact, um, Francois Chopinard, I want to say, he may be retired by now because I haven't talked to him in a good number of years but he was for years and he may still be the general manager of the Carlton. And what a great place. Incredible hotel. But you know, there is, there, there's something unusual about the French Riviera that's different from anywhere else in the world and anywhere else in France. And some of that sense of relaxed chic is what you find here at the Betsy. And it's, you know, it was crystal clear to me. So you're doing it right, fella. Well, thank you. And, and, and I must say, you know, that Miami Beach, Miami have become, you know, in some respects, the crossroads of the world. You know, we're geographically in a great place, obviously easily accessible from Latin America, accessible from New York, accessible from Europe. These beautiful beaches. I don't want to well, sound Vir like a Virgin Atlantic and British Airways bring in hundreds yeah. of people on multiple flights of each of them every day. So this is a very international destination. No, and as you mentioned, as you arrived, you heard two gentlemen speaking French and obviously lots of and Spanish. And they were French French. And they were French French and yes. lots of Spanish and lots of Portuguese and lots of English and lots of other things. I mean, it's become a place where I believe, not unlike New York in many respects, where everybody belongs because everybody comes from someplace else and now add a big dose of tropical weather and palm trees that makes mm. it even more relaxing and inviting where New York, a city I love a lot, obviously is a pretty intense urban place. This is a big city now here in Miami and Miami Beach, but with the weather and the palm beach and the, the palm trees and the beaches, it's tremendously relaxing and tremendously inviting for everyone in the world. A hundred years ago, I saw a little, I don't even know what to call it. It was probably a minute or two minutes long. So it was the shortest documentary yeah. ever. Somebody had gone to various cities around the world and either from a second story window or up on a ladder or up on a terrace shot film, this predates anything digital, of people walking down a street. And so they had film, maybe 10 seconds, of a whole bunch of different cities all over America, all over the world. And I remember the one in um, the 10 or 15 seconds of people walking um, on 7th Avenue uh, in New York City. Avenue, um, yeah, 7th, Broadway, 6th, one of those. And the speed at which the heads were bobbing down the streets, people were walking because they were walking with some pressure to get to wherever they, and then you got to other cities like Atlanta, where the pace of walking was a little more genteel, you know, <laughs> and other places around the world. And so you do capture 
while there is this energy here, I mean, there's New York energy here, but it is relaxed by a lot of suntan lotion, I think. <laughs> no, I, th I think you're exactly right. Look, one of the things that I say is I think sometimes Miami Beach is stereotyped as a place of, you know, sand and bikinis and hard bodies. And, and I say, you know, all that's true, but it only represents 30 or 40% of the Miami Beach story. The other 60% are some of the most interesting and interested people from all over the world. And, and in addition to that, there are memorialized collections that have been fortified by stone or concrete walls. I hate to call them museums because so many people have been dragged through museums in elementary school, either by their school or their family to the point that they thought at the end of the day they just wanted to die. They were so fatigued from it all and have promised themselves anything with the word museum over the door will never find them passing through. But there are museums, the ones that I like to talk about specifically globally, but particularly here in Miami Beach, where there are the collections of either people's interests or memorabilia of their own that started the nucleus of something and then they gathered up, you know, things that like the Wolfson, that's amazing, amazing, amazing place. But you've done that in a microcosm here in the Betsy, in that there is this interest in art, in photography, in books. And I don't know much about Chaim Plutzik, but clearly this is a member of your family who made an indelible and deep and positive impression on you and the other members of your family because you, you pretty much can't escape Chaim no matter where you are in the building. Tell me about Chaim. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about, about my family. My, Chaim was my father and, and he was a... He died very young. Yes, yeah, he did die very young when I was seven. Uh, and a prominent American poet, uh, born in Brooklyn, uh, didn't speak English until he went to public school, spoke only Yiddish and Russian, uh, but became a Shakespeare scholar and a, a, a poet who, who mostly wrote in, in English. Uh, but I have to tip my hat to my mother, who is 99 years old and still lives in the home we grew up in, to say we always held in highest esteem people who were in the creative class. So people who were writers and people who were musicians, people who were creatives. So while we have many writers on, in my family on both sides, frankly, and in the sort of that pyramid of, of uh, admiration, poetry kind of is at the top, certainly because of my, my father, we celebrate writers here. And you know, we have a program for writers in residence. Um, you're part of that program as an author. And we've had 700 writers, more than 700 writers, stay in the hotel a week at a time, um, mostly to work you know, on their craft and we obligate them, and I use that word carefully, only to come out at least once while they're here, usually uh, on Thursdays at five o'clock, to meet the public and talk about their work. Because we don't want them to come into town and sneak out without connecting to community. But mostly we want them here to get their work done, to find you know, comfort and solace and protection in the space that we give them. 
And we're enriched by it a lot. We think the community's enriched by it. Certainly the writer, when we hear this feedback, are, you know, they're certainly grateful for the time that they spend here. But it makes, bottom line, simply for a better community to live in. And there are a lot of people in this community who care deeply about the arts. And we're proud to be a place where people who care about the arts want to come and stay, visit, hang out, meet their friends for a drink, and sort of soak in some of what it is we're trying to hang on the walls and put in our bookcases. You know, one of the things that you can't really learn about a place that gets in the way of your learning about a place is not going there. For people who think they can read a brochure or go online or have a friend tell them about it or even listen to me, <laughs> you know, I can only do so much to tell you about a place. The owner can only do so much to tell you about the place. You have to go there to experience it and then you find out what it is. And I have had so many minuscule experiences since arriving. One of them that would never have come up in conversation is that I found a bookmark in my accommodation last night. And you think, you know, a lot of places leave bookmarks, even places that, that aren't particularly literarily connected in any way, they'll leave a bookmark. It's a nice little reminder of where you've been and whatnot. But this bookmark was fascinating to me for two reasons. One reason is it almost feels like some Egyptian paper. I'm into paper, by the way. Um, my husband's into wood. He goes in the lumber yard and says he's just going in. He wants to pick up a hinge. I know he'll be there three hours because he has to touch, feel, and smell every piece of wood in there. And I get it because if you put me in a store that sells paper, I'll be there all day, and who can have enough parchment paper? You never know when you're going to need it, right? So this paper feels like some ancient handmade papyrus. And on the back, I don't know, is there such a thing as the back of a bookmark? It's like the other side of a pancake. I don't know. The Betsy Hotel poetry bookmark is embedded with wildflower seeds. Use it to mark your place or moisten it thoroughly Plant it in soil and watch the wildflowers bloom. Blew me away. I love this idea. Well, I can't, I, you know, I hate to lose my bookmark putting it in soil and then growing flowers from it, but how could I not? Well, thank you. And actually, one of the nicest things I've ever gotten from a guest recently was a picture of her, of fl of her flower pot blooming, Aww. which was uh, actually very moving. It went from the theoretical to the uh, actual outcome. Very, very lovely for us. I have to tell you the other piece of this, and this is part of, which reminds me of my novel Rumors, which by the way, people, I will be addressing a group of people here at the Betsy Hotel this Thursday at 5 p.m. And um, when I was at breakfast before I left Berkshire County uh, this few days ago. For those of you listening on WBRK 101.7 FM or on WSBS uh, AM and FM in uh, Great Barrington feeding that whole southern Berkshire County, northern Connecticut area. Um, this is a message for Rudy Sacco, 
retired Judge Rudy Sacco and his son Robert, who I bumped into at breakfast at Misty Moonlight, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, last Sunday. And this bookmark, I have a message after these important messages that I need you to get to Rudy with. We'll be right back. Gather up your friends nationally and internationally at a convenient time and date for a live meetup online with Stephanie Abrams for a book chat for your book club or friends and family about her page-turner novel, Rumors. Stephanie will join you to answer questions and question answers. Contact Stephanie at rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and visit sabrams.net for details. That's rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and sabrams.net to plan your book chat date with Stephanie. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. 
Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion Dave... It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. I'm at the Betsy Hotel with its owner and chairman, Jonathan Plutzik. On Ocean Drive in Miami Beach's unique South Beach at this incredible, unusual, delightful hotel that you need to come and visit. And if for some reason you never stay in a hotel when you're in South Beach or Miami Beach because you own a condo or something down here, get your bones over for a drink, have lunch, have pizza, have that wonderful salad that I had, um, have dinner here, This and come and hang out, sit in the lobby, have a drink. You're going to love this place. Find the library. Take a ride in the elevator. <laughs> it's just, it's a place remarkable. I was in um, a place called Misty Moonlight Diner, a kind of 1950s tribute to uh, all the rock and roll people in Berkshire County, in Pittsfield, Massachusetts last Sunday, and bumped into a very good friend, retired judge Rudy Sacco, who is very well known in Massachusetts and um, in legal circles. And I met his son, Robert. 
And they were having a very intense discussion about what is happiness and does anybody achieve it? And, I, and I, when I went over to say hello, I came in the middle of this very philosophical conversation. And I said, um, I think the, the, the theme was there's really no such thing as being happy or achieving happiness or whatever. And I said, well, you're looking at a happy person here. So we could talk. And then I picked up this wonderful bookmark at the Betsy. So this is for Robert, Rudy's son. And everybody who was at that table talking about what is happiness. This was from an unpublished work by Chaim Plutzik, the father of my guest, Jonathan Plutzik. And it says, expect no more. This is happiness. That is such a profound thought. You grew up around that? How, how did you, first of all, how do you survive growing up in this kind of profundity? Uh, well, as I mentioned, he, he passed away when I was young, but obviously, again, we celebrated creativity and, and the importance of language and, and so forth. And actually, the funny thing is when, when we began to talk about using that in association with a hotel, many of my colleagues from the hospitality industry said, well, you can't do that exactly because, of course, you want people to always expect more because they want excellence in the hotel. And I said, well, actually, that's, that's very different. That's very different. Yeah. That you have to come here, expect a lot in terms of service, et cetera, luxury, performance, music, and so forth. But you also want people to say, please come here and, and revel in whatever moment you're in. You know, and there may, be, there, there may be good things, there may be bad things, but you've got to get to a place where you can say for at least some moments, I'm really happy. You found your happy you spot. Found your head, you found your Fan, happy spot. Fall into your happy you spot. You found your happy spot. And not to take this to a down place at all, but that quote, expect no more, this is happiness, was actually found in my father's wallet after he passed away. Oh, wow. At age 50. So obviously he was, and I don't want to project because I don't know exactly what he was thinking, but I can assume he was saying, look, I'm very ill and I'm, you know, headed to uh, a different place, but I've got to find a way to be happy with what I have and what I've had and my family and, and so forth and so on. So it's I think it's a, zen. it's a very important concept, I think, for all of us. And it's turned out to be, I think, an important message for all of us who work here. And I'm hoping for those people who visit here as well. We only have about a minute left, literally a minute. And I can't close this wonderful conversation about the Betsy Hotel that is located at 1440 Ocean Drive, Miami Beach, Florida. So it's between 14th and 15th streets on Ocean Drive, right on the ocean front. Just a grand, spiritually uplifting spot with a lot of fun and crazy going on around you. It's there's like, um, you know, the, the, it's constant activity. It's hard to be sad here, frankly. <laughs> We're trying. But in this boardroom, the first thing I saw when I sat down from across the room, there is a framed photo of a Roy Lichtenstein print or painting, it could have been, it's black and white, with Roy Lichtenstein sitting in front of it. And I couldn't have picked him out in the lineup, but I know his work. And so my question was, is that Roy Lichtenstein?
And indeed it is. Thank you for joining us this hour. So much more to come. Stay with me. We'll be right back after the top of the hour news. This is Stephanie Abrams. We're flying high. To travel with Stephanie Abrams. If you missed the last two hours of today's programming, you really have missed something special. So I'm going to encourage you to go to travelers411.com. And in the next few days, by the middle of the week, we will have the podcast of today's show there available for you to download and take us with you. And it will be there for 52 weeks. You can also go to sabrams.com and in the show notes, you can click to listen to the archived audio or you can go on the homepage at sabrams.com in the right-hand column, you'll see a dark blue box that says on-air quick links. Scroll down and look for archived shows and then you pick by year, month, date, or the simplest way, go into the search box at sabrams.com or travelers411.com. They're all tied together with the same search engine and put in the subject matter. Now, in this case, this hour, you're going to be looking at the word sloth, S-L-O-T-H. And you put that in and you, for sure, you're going to get the archived audio for our guests and also links to our directory, our forums and other places that we have cross-referenced everything online and links. In this case, I think you're going to want to link to the Sloth Institute and it's the Sloth Institute Costa Rica.org. Could they have made it any longer? You know, Costa Rica is really the birthplace of ecotourism. And there are many places in the world that you can go to as a volunteer, one of them being in Costa Rica, and you can volunteer. Volunteerism is a big thing. So if there's something you would like to be doing in a destination, find the destination that matches your interest. And if your interest happens to be those darling little critters called sloths, this may just be the place you want to plan your, your holiday. Interestingly, we are in Costa Rica. We are at Tulumar, T-U-L-E-M-A-R, Tulumar Resort. And there's a lot of property here. And from what I understand, Tom Paul and the Paul family, which owns Tulumar Resort, has provided a portion of land for the folks who are volunteers and staff people who work 
with the Sloth Institute of Costa Rica to have a place to live and be on the grounds so that they host the organization working with sloths. So you can come and stay in a villa here and live like the king, um, or you might want to go another route as a volunteer and um, stay in the facilities that they have, which are basically tents on a platform, um, with everything else they need to be comfortable while they are in this wonderful tropical destination. And we're going to be talking with the educational and outreach coordinator, Pedro Montera, right after this. Gather up your friends nationally and internationally at a convenient time and date for a live meetup online with Stephanie Abrams for a book chat for your book club or friends and family about her page-turner novel, Rumors. Stephanie will join you to answer questions and question answers. Contact Stephanie at rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and visit sabrams.net for details. That's rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and sabrams.net to plan your book chat date with Stephanie. I am all snug as a bug in our wonderful villa at Tullamar Resort in Costa Rica. Remember, if you want to come here, fly into San Jose. Not San Jose, California, people. San Jose, Costa Rica Airport. And it's a wonderful drive. And they can arrange for transportation to get you from the airport to the resort, which we highly recommend you do. And... Once you're here, you can live in the life of tropical luxury. We, we're in a gorgeous villa. Now, Pedro Montera is here with me, and he is the education and outreach coordinator for the Sloth Institute of Costa Rica. And do you live on property in one of the that kind of tent village that's been created, or do you have someplace else that you live? Hi, thank you for having me. Um, actually, I did graduate from that, so I'm outside of Tulemar, um, but I do live in a house, which is not great. Um, but yeah, so I did spend there at the beginning, but now I have graduated to the next level. Okay, so when you were living in this kind of tents on a platform, uh -huh. which is really quite civilized, because I haven't done that. We've done camping, but different camping. Yeah. But I have seen, in, like in the U.S. Virgin Islands in St. John, um, the national uh, park there has wooden platforms. Yes. And you come and bring your tent and set up on the platform, which is nicer than being right on the ground, oh, yeah, you know? Right yeah. So how long did you do the tent thing? So I was um, doing the tent thing before we were at Tulemar. Um, so we were at another location. Um, it was the same concept, and I was there... Uh, just a few months um, at the beginning, because then I was working at another location that we also have in Heredia, uh, closer to San Jose, like 40 minutes away from the okay. airport. Um, and when I was there, I was uh, also working before the South Institute was fully created, so it was part of a rescue center still. So I was living kind of next door to the sloths, because I was also in charge of feeding them overnight. Um, okay. So I had so to wake up. Okay, so hang on a minute. <clears throat> So when you feed the sloths overnight, 
Yes. You set up dining room tables with linen and dishes, and yeah. you light a candle on each table, and they come for dinner. Ah, that would be ideal. Wouldn't um, that be nice? And I something, know. something Make like that. Something like that scene in Lady and the Tramp, uh -huh. where the, like, yeah. the Disney spaghetti film. Spaghetti and stuff. Right, spaghetti and meatballs, and yeah, no. No, not not <laughs> quite like that. No. It's How do more, you feed them? It's more like you woke every wake up every hour, and it's really fun. Um, overnight, and then you have to syringe feed them. This only happens with the small babies. Um, the guys that are, so it varies. For example, like during the first dropper. month, yes, mm -hmm. during the first month is every hour. Then when they're two or three months old, we can do it every two hours um, and so on and so forth. Aren't, how, how many days or weeks in a row do you do that? Uh, all of the days, it feels like. Um, we usually have two people doing that so that we don't die. Aren't you suicidal by the end of two weeks? Yes, but they're, they're very nice animals and we love I'm them. I'm sure the animals are wonderful, <laughs> but you know, I have to tell you. You know, I, know, I have, yeah, I have raised two children who woke oh, up. You, you know, happily, my daughter slept through the night at 14 days. Oh, that's great. She slept from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. I thought she died. I was so afraid to go in and look in the crib because she didn't get up in the middle of the night. But, you know, when, when my other child, every two hours for nine months. And Oof. literally, you want to kill yourself. It's, it's sleep deprivation is enough to kill you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you start going crazy at some point. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's either that or the sloth's dying. So, you know, you just go crazy for a little while. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah but there, there are a lot of like emergency workers, like people who yes, work in emergency rooms, people, you know, doctors and mm -hmm. firemen, policemen, others that wind up on shifts that, you know, they just, you know, they work for four days without sleeping a exactly, minute. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't know how they do it. I know. It's, that's crazy. It's worse than the worst jet lag you've ever had. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the animals that needed to be the sloths yes. that needed this every two hours, mm -hmm. they needed to be basically fed with an eyedropper. Yes. They were living in something that looks like a cage? Yes, basically. So that was very much the beginning of the sloth institute. How old would they have been, these little babies? So those guys were about, so the tiny, tiny ones were about a month. So those guys basically live in baskets, and the, those are the guys that you have to feed every hour. Now, when you say... The tiny guys, they're a month old. Mm -hmm. The average adult's hand, if you have the palm of your hand, mm -hmm. how much of your hand would they, would they hang over or would they fit completely? They would fit. They would fit in They'd a hand. They fit in yeah. your hand mm -hmm. at a month old. Yeah, it's oh my God. like 500 grams, probably less than that. That does nothing for me. I need <laughs> ounces. <laughs> I, need, no, I can do the math. I need, I need ounces and pounds and mm -hmm. grams don't compute. No, well, I'm not we'll, sure. we'll work it, it up. People, yeah. go Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Google 500 grams. How much mm -hmm. is it in ounces? It's about a pound. I think it's just one pound. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, at what point? Mm -hmm. For how long did you do live in the tent, be a volunteer? Yes. And then become part of the actual staff-funded team that. Is so the thing is that that was done when we were part of another rescue center. Now we have gone independent. So what with Sloth Institute does now, we have two main things that we work with. We do one that is investigation on wild slots, and also we help other rescue centers to release their slots back into the wild. So they give us the guys when they are about a year and a half, and we do the last bit of training that they require so that they can be released successfully into the wild. So when we did that transition is when I transitioned from living in a cage to living in a house. Aha. 
Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. What was your, I think we need to take a break. Is that right? We need to take a break. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're talking with Pedro Montero about the education and outreach program of the Sloth Institute of Costa Rica. There are lots of tourism, ecotourism uh, opportunities here for you to do something while you're in Costa Rica of serious value. Stay with me. We'll be right back. show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, 
feel it for yourself. Visit Curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or 10 in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. I am delighted to be at Tullamar Resort, the host for the Sloth Institute of Costa Rica. Um, You know, when you travel, I have developed a term that I like to use and others have been picking up on. And that term is, um, what is that term? That term is intentional travel. So if you have the intention of traveling for a specific purpose, not just to have a vacation, have a good time, whatever, but you'd like to accomplish something specific. If part of what you want to do is be able to have a life-altering experience, um, have an interaction with animals, with the culture of the region. There are opportunities for you to do things and leave your mark behind as well as have a very special impression upon yourself of what what you've just experienced in an unusual way. And I have to imagine talking now with Pedro Montero, the Education and Outreach Coordinator for the Sloth Institute of Costa Rica, that you have experiences with people who come to volunteer for a period of time and not only do you see changes growth development with the sloths Mm -hmm. but with the people yes yes absolutely Mm -hmm. of course um so our volunteers come here for about a month three months that's what's set um we have people that just loved it so much that have stayed here um carol for example she has she we spoke Let, to Carol in the last hour. Correct, yeah. She came back for a year extra. We have somebody uh, from England that is staying here. It's on its fourth year already. Oh, wow. And there's people that only doing the month or the three months, we know that we have changed their life. I mean, they changed their life themselves. We want to think Right, that we but help. they experience Yes. Um, we have a, a, a girl that came here, and she had no idea what to do with her life, and now she's in vet school. Um, after this experience to become a um, veterinarian correct cool there is um, other people that have shifted completely their careers they were working with other animals and now want to work with sloths 
because of what experience here. So it is hard work for the people that come here because they have long hours, they stay out there um, all night sometimes if needed, but it does change, you know, it changes lives. So what was your background? What um, brought you to this point? So I am, I am a biologist. Um, I graduated on that and then I have a master's in sustainable development and I graduated and I was ready to save all the animals in the world and <laughs> nobody was hiring. So I ended up working at a call center, taking phone calls for American cable companies. I was doing phone calls, that was fun. Um, and then there was an opportunity for me to work, um, to take a class as a wildlife handler um, and for me to get my license, I needed to do a month volunteering at a rescue center. So I went to one nearby here and that's where I met Sam, that is the co-founder of the um, Sloth Institute. And she kind of like dragged me in into this um, organization kind of cult because of the mentality, everybody's super obsessed with slots. So yeah, I kind of like <laughs> joined in, yeah. So where were you born? I was in San Jose. Yeah, San Jose in the capital of Costa Rica. three hours from here. Yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, so I... Um, your education? Everything was here in San in Jose. Wow. That's correct, in Costa Rica. Uh -huh. um, always into animals since I was a little kid. My grandma used to watch a lot of nature documentaries and I think that's what started it all. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? I think so. so. But did you, when you were interested in animals as a child? Yes. You, mm -hmm. you had, well, you were here in Costa Rica. I mean, you know, what, yeah. there's a, we, an we, unbelievable palette mm -hmm. of animals that just come right up to you to visit, like all the amazing tropical birds. And, and we Monkeys. have... A parade of white-faced monkeys yes. that come trooping across the veranda here. It's mm -hmm. like it looks like you know the Thanksgiving Day parades in various <laughs> cities. All that's missing is the floats. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's really remarkable. So, did did you have an affinity for sloths when you were growing up, or mm. this was like a Johnny Come Lately in your life? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, not particularly. I was really into monkeys. So when I got into that class and I moved here, what I wanted to work with was the white-faced monkeys, those are my favorite. Oh, they're, they're adorable. Of, yeah, kind of mean though. They're very are mischievous. They? Oh yeah, yeah. When you go to a national park, those are the ones that are gonna try to like steal your stuff, so. Oh, well I see they're be, here on the balcony. That, mm -hmm, here I'm on sure. the terrace. Yeah. Yeah, I recognized immediately, leave nothing out because they're yes. gonna take it with them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it's to eat, sometimes it's for fun. Yeah, yeah very right. curious. Well, um, I, I really want to thank you so much. The Sloth Institute Costa Rica.org. Stay with me, people. I'll be right back. And thank you, Pedro. Thank you. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. 
perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. 
coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David... It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. While you were enjoying the information in the commercial break, we took a running head start to go to a marina to see the Ocean King, a fabulous catamaran. And it just started sailing this past week uh, for the, the season in Costa Rica. It's run by Catamaran Adventures, and you can visit their website at catamaranadventures.com. And I'm with their main manager, Jorge Chavez, who is just a wonderful character. I want to thank you so much for making the time to meet me today. Well, actually, I want to thank you for coming and visit us today. Yeah, well, um, we're going to see if we can manage to get on the Ocean King so we can do a little reporting live from on board and if we make that happen watch for tomorrow on Travel with Stephanie Abrams and um, you can get a little live insights into what it's like to experience being in Costa Rica from the water side instead of from the land side. Uh, how long have you worked with and for Catamaran Adventures Jorge? I've been here for uh, four years now, <clears throat> and the company started with the catamaran five years ago. So actually, I started a year after it, it began. Well, it's really, you know, I chose your company from a lot of other options of companies doing various kinds of adventures on the water. Yeah. And um, I chose your company because uh, you know, I did a pretty careful evaluation of everything I could find out about it, and you guys really rose to the top. So maybe you can give my audience, we haven't talked about this, so um, just in your own thinking, what is it that Catamaran Adventures offers that makes it the company people should want to give great consideration to choosing? if they want to go and spend a half a day or more out on the water? All right, actually, um, we make difference by focusing on customer satisfaction, right? So as I mentioned it before to you earlier, uh, we don't focus on any type of customer. We actually, we accept that we're friendly with all type of customers that want to come here. And we focus on make them the best experience of their lives so they can actually go back to their countries, to their home, and they're completely satisfied, and they might want to return and get another great experience with us. There are a lot of things that they could do here. I mean, it's not just the catamaran trip. It's that in addition to that, we're given a uh, swim, I mean, the tour, a snorkeling tour, and they can actually see fishes there, and they can give them food, and they can also have adrenaline by jumping from our jumping platform, uh, water slides. I saw that water slide. Yeah, we that got that looks like an action park's water slide. Yeah. <laughs> that that is amazing. Yeah. People must really enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. You will see on the video actually they really enjoyed the water slides and they also but you don't you probably won't believe me but they enjoy more the jumping platform. It's way too much. Oh, I'm adrenaline. sure they do. I wouldn't. But I'm sure <laughs> they do. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'll be there cheering them on, taking the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So that's that's. I think that's actually what it makes us different than the other ones, right? I mean, we focus on make customers happy, and in addition of all the activities, we have a crew or staff that is well trained. Uh, they're well trained, and they actually are uh, available there for customers to help them to provide them the drinks, provide them food, because we do also provide foods, eight drinks, alcoholic drinks, open bar with natural juices and, and sodas, and we give them a, a, a lunch prepared in the, on board. So it's, it's so let's start from the beginning. Somebody wants to um, go by themselves, or they want to go with their traveling companions, they want to go with their family, maybe it's an extended family, it's somebody's 50th wedding anniversary and they've taken the whole family with them to Costa Rica to have a special experience. Mm -hmm. And they want to include something, well it's the Pacific Ocean, yes? Alright, yeah. So they want to sail, do something, and they, like I, when they went snooping around to find something that looked like fun, this looked like it. <laughs> the, the Ocean King catamaran, by the way, is gorgeous. I, yeah. would, I would like that for my lake. It's a little big for my <laughs> yeah. lake. Even 25% the size would be perfect. Because it's a, <laughs> How many passengers does that hold? We have room for up to 250 passengers. Wow. However, we will never take to more than 180 passengers. And why is that what was mentioned is we focus on customer, customer service. service. Yeah, even we have a 360 bar, we are not able to take more than four bartenders inside the bar. So we don't want people to wait for their drinks. We I have to tell you a quick funny story about that. There is, do you know what Relay and Chateau is? Yeah. Okay. The very first Relay and Chateau property in North America mm -hmm. Um, it's still there, Lenox, Massachusetts. It's called Blantyre. Hmm. It was a derelict mansion of a castle-like building in Lenox, Massachusetts, bought for Anne Fitzpatrick, mm -hmm. later Anne Fitzpatrick Brown, by her parents for her 30th birthday. Right. And my question was always, are they adopting? So they bought in this wonderful place that needed a lot of work and they put a couple of million dollars into it and they made it a spectacular, spectacular place. It doesn't have thousands of rooms. It's not like a Las Vegas hotel. Yeah. Nonetheless, Anne was always so focused on customer service and creating a Gilded Age experience, the kind of experience people would have had in the 1890s to 1920, that period when everything was about luxury yeah. and gentility. And I can remember how many times she said to me, rest her soul, I don't like it when the place is more than 50% occupied because I feel like we go over 50% and we can't give the quality of service that you know we can give when there's a smaller group. That's of right. Of course, it's very tough to make money in a hotel. Yeah. When you're less than sixty-seven percent. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, so sixty-seven percent, sixty-five, sixty-seven—that's where you break even, and the rest goes to profit. But <laughs> she was so concerned about making sure. She was so concerned about making sure that the staff could give their maximum. 
to every single guest that she didn't like the place to be too occupied. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but really, you're saying the same thing. Happily, clearly, your company is able to, you know, survive and thrive and do well. No, absolutely. Without going to the max. So. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gone, we haven't, we won't do that. I mean, but, but, but that's a number where actually help us to, to make what we got to do to, to pay salaries and everything, but also help us to, it's like an average, you know, right. so everyone is safe, our employees, but also our customers and customers is what really we care and we matter. So when you, when you take people out, what is the schedule? Well, uh, we do have actually two schedules for summer and one schedule for raining season, like right now. On rainy season, we do only the morning tour, which is from 9 a.m to 12.30 p.m. Yeah, because uh, miraculously every afternoon. That's right, you got it. And you already yeah, realize about that. The heavenly sprinkler system goes on, which helps to keep all the trees green <laughs> and all the plants happy and all the animals happy. Yeah, everything happy. is green, but actually you, you probably won't, you won't enjoy the tour if you go with raining, you know, no. if it's raining. And the, the water is blurry, so you really won't be able to see fish and, and it's, it's not the same. Okay, so what are the months when you're doing just the morning tour when it's always gorgeous and sunny? And it's, it's miraculous. It's like the rain goes off by an alarm clock. Yeah. You know, like the whole morning till around 1, 2 o'clock is beautiful, and then boom, here comes the it rain. Here comes the rain. Right. Yeah, it's, that's raining season. This is in Costa Rica. In the morning, you're going to have a sunny morning, and then in uh, the afternoon, it comes the rain. Um, so what months is that? What months? It actually starts from May till November. Okay. We're about to change. It's right, about in, the middle of November in, yeah, is when the exactly, change happens. Exactly. Clever. And then from November to May is actually when we start with two tours, one in the morning and the other one in the afternoon. From, How many hours is each? Uh, it's around three hours and a half to four hours maximum. And what happens during that three to four hours? Um, well, we start, actually we take the boat, or the trip is gonna be around the Manuel Antonio coast and we take the customers to the National Park, Manuel Antonio National Park. It's a different view of the park. People are used to see the park from land. I mean, they walk through the beaches and everything, but they don't used to see them into the water. So we give them the opportunity to meet the National Park inside the water. What, what, how does it look different? It's just like to give them, to give them a better idea how the, the beaches are and geography because they don't they i mean national park they has like three beaches and they don't realize that there is really one next to the other one you just need to walk through it and because you don't can't see it because of the trees so from the water you might be able to see that difference and you will see you will be able to see a lot of animals i mean uh, birds that they're flying around the the boat and we all sometimes see turtles we see dolphins and depending on the season of the years, we're able to see whales as well. When are the whales here? The whales are here from August to October. Um, the best month to see whales is September. The, the percentage for you to, to see whales, you get up to 80% for availability for you to see whales. Wow. Yeah, that's when they have their babies. Yeah, actually, they come here to have their babies because the water is warmer. And also, it's safer for the baby because they, they, we don't have too much sharks in this area. And they can actually have really food here because it's a protected area, it's a national park. So the baby could have food and it's warmer. And once the baby is ready, they, they go back to the north. They go home. Yeah. 
How cool is that? Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, that, that is amazing. It's one of the best experiences I have in my life. I mean, I, I, I look young. I have 31 years old. But it's, I, I never regret about having that experience again. I mean, if you, if you offer me the experience to see whales, I will do it every day if it's the case. I love wow. it. Yeah, well, they start coming southward around June. And they come also on the Atlantic side. Yeah. And they, you, if you go to um, Newfoundland, mm -hmm. uh, if you go to um, St. John, you, you can stand outside the hotel. And there's a, right outside the hotel, there's a road. And then there's the water. Yeah. And in June, you just stand outside the hotel or look out a window from the, the hotel. And there they are going by, heading south. Really? Yeah. That's so, nice. Yeah. It's, it's Animals not only are much that, more clever than we are. You know what? It's the experience of seeing the baby playing with his mom. Because babies start jumping out of the water. Oh, and he starts just swimming all around the boat and he starts to play. So I haven't seen babies, but I have seen four big whales off the coast of Boston, just outside of Boston Harbor, the aquarium. Um, has a relationship with yeah. a company that does the the um, the whale tours, mm -hmm. sea tours, and it's a phenomenal thing. But I have to warn you, people, we got lucky. We saw four whales, and the people who work on the boat said, "You know, you don't always get this." <laughs> yeah, it's. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back talking with Jorge Chavez, the main manager at the Catamaran Adventures. Check out catamaranadventures.com in Costa Rica. Don't leave me. Gather up your friends nationally and internationally at a convenient time and date for a live meetup online with Stephanie Abrams for a book chat for your book club or friends and family about her page-turner novel, Rumors. Stephanie will join you to answer questions and question answers. Contact Stephanie at rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and visit sabrams.net for details. That's rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and sabrams.net to plan your book chat date with Stephanie. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact rumorsmeetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. 
Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David...
It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. This past weekend, or actually this past week, Catamaran Adventures, who you can visit at catamaranadventures.com in Costa Rica, just started its winter season of uh, adventures um, on their catamarans, and they then are running two a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, each about four hours. So the morning is different from the afternoon one because the afternoon one, you're also getting to see a sunset, no? Yeah, that's right. That's the main difference between each tour, right? In the afternoon, you will see the sunset, which is an, an, an amazing experience. Do both of them allow for stopping to swim and that kind of thing? Yes, yes. We, for both the schedules, we do have a plan to one around 40 minutes to one hour for water activities, and including to those water activities are the swimming and the snorkeling. Okay, so where you are swimming, um, we did a, a catamaran. Um, it was an amazing experience in the Cayman Islands. Yeah. But where they stopped to swim is a sandbar. So, and it, they call it um, Stingray City. All the stingrays come there because by tradition, the fishermen, before they went back to the dock, mm -hmm. would stop at the sandbar they would clean the fish. They'd throw the parts they didn't want into the water. Really? The stingrays would come and eat the fish, that they th the parts they threw yeah. away, and they would take the filleted fish back to the dock. <laughs> and so one of the fishermen started taking friends who would come to visit to see the stingrays because the stingrays got trained to know this is where you go for dinner. <laughs> yeah. So they would come and congregate there, and then one of the people said, you know, you, you could make money doing this. So they started doing these Stingray City tours. They gave the name Stingray City. But if you get out of the catamaran, you're in about four feet of water. So you're standing there. Now, where you stopped to swim, no, not actually, so? Where, where no, actually, where we stopped to swim, we call it Playa Vicens which is like a coast where we don't have waves. I mean, it's, it's really calmed down water. Uh, yeah, so is that. Um, so basically is that we, we let the customers swim around uh, uh, ocean rock. So fishes will be there, also starfish. You will be able but to How deep it. is the water? It, it's around like probably seven meters deep. So that's about 21, 22 feet. Yeah. Okay. We give you life jackets, so you won't actually, if you don't know how to swim, don't worry, because our tour guide will take you there as well if you want to. I mean, I used to be a tour guide, so I know how we actually are well trained to actually take the customer, put on the life jacket. The life jackets, I haven't seen yours yet, but the life jackets, I did this in uh, Curacao, where we went swimming with the dolphins, yeah. and it was 15 feet of water, and the guide said to me, impossible to drown in this, and he was right. <laughs> you put this thing on, there is no way you are going underneath the water. There's, yeah. there's no way. And besides the life jacket, we give the people who doesn't know how to swim, we give them the, 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 the ring so they can actually grab it and we're going to help them to pull it out so they can actually see the fishes as well. So we always find a way to help the customer. We, uh, we actually, our, as I tell before, our main focus is help the customer to get their best experience. It doesn't matter. What? Talk to me about food. Food. So you eat on board. So in the, in the morning one that leaves, actually departs around 9 in the morning, comes back about 12.30ish, 
you have what lunch? About eat, no, actually Brunch? we give it, we give you lunch. Yeah, in the afternoon we give we call it an early dinner since actually we serve it around four forty-five, so they can actually have to their dinner while they see the the oh, sunset. And what do you serve? Uh, we serve white rice, which is kind of typical food here, with fish, and uh, with maracuja salts. What it's is a that? fruit. This is like a fruit here in Costa Rica. It's kind of a little spicy, but it's just the point that you would like it. I mean, if you don't like the spicy food, don't worry because you wouldn't even feel it. It's like really small has a nice taste for yeah. spicy. And, and what about drinks and whatnot on board? You got eight alcoholic drinks per adult and you open bar with uh, natural juices and sodas. Uh, and that's and all included in the fee. It does all included in the, in the price that we're going to give you at the beginning. You don't have to worry about pay anything else. Everything is included. In addition for the dinner or the lunch, we include also uh, pasta salad. And we include some snacks there so you can actually have it. In the beginning of the tour, we're going to offer you fruit with some uh, cookies as well. So you're going to be full all the time. Don't worry about food. <laughs> Well, I have to tell you, this has really been a, a wonderful experience, and I really appreciate your making the time for us to come and get to know more about Catamaran Adventures. Check it out, people. CatamaranAdventures.com. Start planning your next trip to Costa Rica. What an amazing place. We're flying high. To travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, I am so happy you're with us this hour. You have no idea. I am ecstatic that you are with us this hour. Uh, and if you've missed the other two hours of today's spectacular show, uh, you want to go by the middle of the week. Uh, we aim for Wednesday at the latest. Sometimes we get lucky and everything gets archived and podcast earlier. But generally speaking, by Wednesday, if you go to travelers411.com, the numbers, like the old thing you used to dial for information, directory assistance, remember those days? So travelers411.com uh, and click on podcast. You will find today's show. Um, you can, and also, um, you know, both of the shows will be there. Travelers. 411 and travel with Stephanie Abrams. You click on either one and you'll be able to find uh, the podcasts. And I'm going to tell you right now, the interview we are doing today, we are going to rebroadcast tomorrow in Sunday show. So um, I want to make sure that all of my listeners coast to coast and all who listen on iHeartRadio, hi all y'all, um, have an opportunity to meet this hour's guest, who is a person I have long admired, respected, and felt like um, I adopted into her family. 
um, when I saw a feature film made about her life. Uh, the mystery lady's name is Temple Grandin. Now, for those of you who have seen the film Temple Grandin, I know you have just uttered a sigh of excitement. And for those who don't know her name, you are in for such a remarkable treat. Um, I was mentioning to friends the other day that Temple Grandin is going to be speaking at Beekman Town High School in Beekman Town, New York, which is about, I don't know, 12, 14 miles, 10 miles, something like that, from Plattsburgh, New York. And you can actually hop aboard Amtrak and get yourself to Plattsburgh where you can either take a taxi or pick up a car. Uh, Temple Grandin, if I got my dates right, I really should look at the calendar. I'm going to tell you a date, and then I'm going to check on the calendar. If I'm wrong, I will correct myself. But I'm pretty sure it's the 24th of October. And the doors open at 6 p.m. at Beekman Town High School in Beekman Town, New York, where Temple Grandin will be speaking. Earlier that day, she's going to be leading some seminars and discussions and we're going to talk about that this hour. Why am I thrilled about this woman? Well, first of all, for me to go to Beekman Town, which I'm planning to do, I am falling into my own category of intentional travel, where you go someplace for with a specific purpose in mind. And maybe while you're there, you go explore the Adirondack Coast because it's gorgeous, um, you go across Lake Champlain into Vermont because it's gorgeous. You have some other fun while you're there, but you've got a mission, a specific purpose. And my specific purpose is to be in the presence, along with 899 other expected people, I am told, of the gymnasium at the high school in Beekman Town, who will be turning out to hear the featured speaker, Temple Grandin. Uh, telling some friends about Temple the other day because I was so excited I was, that I'm planning to go to this event. They didn't know who she was. So I said, well, you've got to come over and we're going to watch the film Temple Grandin. And I thought we had it on tape, but we don't. So I ordered it from Amazon. And it's, I got, I don't know, $8.99 including shipping. Uh, it was free shipping. So, and it wasn't free shipping because of my Prime membership, I don't think. I think it was just free shipping. So, people, you ought to get yourself a copy of this film. And you're going to want to, especially after we visit this hour with Temple Grandin. An incredible, incredible woman who got the answer by doing her own unique research into how, why cows moo which changed the livestock industry. The story is incredible. She is incredible. I'm crazy in love with this woman. And I am so thrilled that she has been so generous with her time 
to be with us so I can share her with you today. And we're going to do that right after this. Gather up your friends nationally and internationally at a convenient time and date for a live meetup online with Stephanie Abrams for a book chat for your book club or friends and family about her page turner novel rumors. Stephanie will join you to answer questions and question answers. Contact Stephanie at rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and visit sabrams.net for details. That's rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and sabrams.net to plan your book chat date with Stephanie. You may remember that last week we had on the air Rachel Dutel, who I am convinced is related to Eve Dutai, and somebody dropped the I out of her last name when they emigrated from France to America however long ago. And if you don't know who Eve Dutai is, um, go Google. Y-V-E-S, Eve, Frenchman, fabulous singer and songwriter. And um, interestingly enough, one of the songs he wrote is called Prendre un enfant par la main, which means take a child by the hand. And clearly the life of Temple uh, Grandin is polka-dotted with people who either embraced her hand properly or improperly all of whom had ultimately a very positive impact on this very free-thinking, independent, strong, autistic woman. And you are such an inspiration to everyone, Temple, who struggles with any challenge, but particularly for those families and individuals who struggle with the challenges of autism and I, I, I don't know where to start with you because you are such a multifaceted diamond. <laughs> so, um, why don't we talk first about, um, just so that people know, uh, you are a professor of animal science at Colorado State University. You are um, admired and revered in the whole uh, raising of livestock and how that whole industry works and the impact that you've had on that. And... There is such an interfacing between your life, your challenges, and your capabilities. So just a big wow. You know I'm crazy about you, right? Okay. <laughs> Let's start with what you're doing in Beekman Town. Um, and I got to get my calendar out, so I double check. It really is October 24th. Um, and, and just reconfirm that to everybody. You're going to be doing some you know, workshops and, I don't know, seminars, whatever, earlier that day. And then, uh, and that's about autism. And then that evening, it's more focused on agriculture. Have I got that right? Well, yes. And I sometimes do talk where I talk about different kinds of minds, where I do both animal behavior and I do autism. Uh, one of the things I talk about in a lot of my lectures is uh, visual thinking. Everything I think about is a picture. Now, I want to emphasize not everybody with autism is a visual thinker. Some are mathematical thinkers. Some are word thinkers. But one thing that tends to stand out is uneven skills. Good at one thing, bad at something else. Now, being a visual thinker helped me in my work with cattle because I observed what they were looking at. So in my first work, I got down in the shoots, and that is shown in the HBO movie, and notice that the cattle would stop at a shadow, a coat on a fence, a car parked uh, next to the handling facility, a shadow on the ground, a hose on the ground. And to me, it was obvious to look at the things the cattle were looking at. 
And I didn't know when I was in my 20s that other people didn't think in pictures the same way I did. And so to those other people, it wasn't quite so obvious. Now, in the movie that was made about your life, Claire Dane plays your part. And uh, she is Temple Grandin as a a growing person in the film. Yeah, as a teenager in in my 20s when I got my business started. And um, and you were quite the businesswoman and such an inspiration for anybody facing any kind of challenge or particularly those of you where autism is touching your life, your family's. Well, I want to emphasize autism is extremely variable. Uh, also, when the kids are little, they can look really terrible. When I was three, I looked really terrible. I had no speech, uh, no constant screaming, no social contact. And I got really good early educational intervention. That's super important. Then there's milder forms of autism where there's no speech delay. And when the kid's eight or nine years old, he's got no friends and and is real socially awkward. And then you can have much more challenged cases that are nonverbal. And some of those kids um, can learn to type independently. And then there's some other people with autism labeled where you have other medical problems on top of the autism. So you have this huge spectrum. This is a real problem. This has especially been a problem since they changed the diagnostic guidelines in 2013. Now, I like to jump across the silos. I've been doing that deliberately on my speaking engagements. I'll do an autism talk. Then I'll do an agricultural talk. Then I'll go out to a tech company and talk about the different kinds of mines. Then I'll go to a high school and talk about skilled trades. And in my cattle work, I've worked with many brilliant skilled tradespeople that would be diagnosed as on the autism spectrum today or ADHD or dyslexic. And I'm worried about uh, too many of these kids uh, not having their abilities that developed. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come right back. We're talking with Temple Grandin. It is October 24th at the Beekman Town High School in Beekman Town, New York. I'm going to be there. If you're there, find me. Wave at me. You know what I look like. Go to sabrams.com. We'll be right back. Don't leave me. Stephanie Abrams here. show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique, entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. 
It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. We are blessed to have on the line with us Temple Grandin. She is professor of animal science at Colorado State University. She will be making a public appearance on October 24th at Beekman Town High School in Beekman Town, New York, which is not far from Plattsburgh, which means if you're not driving up, uh, you could take Amtrak um, out of Albany, out of New York City, um, to Plattsburgh, and then pick up ground transportation from there, arrange for a taxi, a limo, a rental car, or whatever makes you happy. And um, at 6 p.m., the doors will open, and the event starts at 7 p.m., uh, where Temple Grandin will be speaking in conjunction with um, sponsorship from the local autism group, um, the Minor Institute and the Agricultural Extension, which I believe is a, an, an outgrowth um, associated with um, 
Cornell University, if I'm not wrong. Um, and there is a feature film about Temple Grandin people that you have to see because it will so inspire you as it did me. And um, I actually, as I mentioned in the last segment, went out and ordered the DVD, which should probably come today, actually, um, so that I can invite some friends over to sit down and get what my mother would have called edumacated. <laughs> She had says there's some sense of humor, but true to kind of get you up to date and up to speed on what is possible within the human spirit. So um, for those of you who would be interested in participating in the event I'm going to, which is the evening event uh, at Beekman Town High School, there is no admission charge. There is a very small nominal fee for those who want to be at the um afternoon or what time are they the other seminar things you're doing i i don't remember um, i think i was told they're in the uh, like midday or early afternoon and um the the fee is 25 dollars, and i'm sure it goes to support i want to also mention that the, the hbo movie is available on all the streaming services too uh, and every now and then you'll actually see it listed at hbo so if you go into a search, a title search, it'll tell you when it's going to air the next time. I just want to own the film because I like to take films with me when I travel. So when we when we go anywhere, my DVDs go with me because I can never rely on, you know, I need a good story once a day. <laughs> so. Well, I just want to emphasize some of the, you know, uh-huh. DVD slots are disappearing out of the computers. So I just want to let people know about the... Um, Streaming services. Well, but you know, one advantage of the DVD is it has extra interview interviews on it that are not on the on some of the streaming services. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, and you're right. My my laptop does not have a disc player in it anymore, which is what makes it so light to travel with. But now I travel with a separate thing. You plug in the USB port. That's uh, a DVD player. So now I got two pieces of equipment that have to go instead well, of one. Yeah, that's that problem. They want to phase the discs out. And I hope they uh, put the uh, interview, uh, other interviews onto some of the streaming services. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. So at, at what um, the, the, inter, the seminars that you're doing on um, the 24th in, during the day, um, what are they about? Well, I'm going to be talking about um, the different kinds of minds. Some people are visual thinkers. Some people are mathematical, more pattern thinkers. And some people are word thinkers. And this will usually show up when the kids are around, you know, second, third, or fourth grade. You'll get the kids that are good at art. You'll get the kids that are good at math. And what you need to do is take the thing the kid's good at and advance it. I was encouraged to do lots and lots of different kinds of drawings. And doing art became the basis of my design business in livestock. Build on the things that kids are good at. I also want to emphasize very good teachers I had. Extremely good early intervention speech therapy teacher, a wonderful third grade teacher in my elementary school, then later on in high school, my science teacher who got me turned around, got me interested in science. And the other thing I learned when I went away to boarding school is they let me run the horse barn and I learned how to work, which is something that's really important. Wow. Well, we need to take another break. The next segment's a nice, long, uninterrupted segment, and we're going to be able to really dig in to the whole area that makes Temple Grandin extraordinary and how this woman of all, you know, in the the year of the woman, 
This woman completely reinvented the way folks that have big cattle farms work. We'll be right back. Don't leave me. Stephanie Abrams here with Temple Grandin. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222.
The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me is Temple Grandin, professor of animal science at Colorado State University and woman genius who also um, was born and found out early in life that she was atypical in many ways and was diagnosed ultimately with autism and is a phenomenal inspiration to everyone who has heard that word introduced into their lives or into the life of someone mm. in, in the family. You know... Um, Dr. Grandin Temple. Yes, um, I'm right I, here. I just got a text message. I um, have um, a Master of Science degree in education and social science. And I was blessed with some amazing teachers along my undergraduate. Well, I want to really emphasize the importance of really, really good teachers. I had some very, very good teachers, and that is just super, super important. Uh, good teachers can make all the difference. And I'm getting really concerned that a lot of kids that are different, that dyslexic, you know, fully verbal on the autism spectrum, ADHD, or some other label, kind of falling through the cracks. Because in my work with the livestock industry, I worked with all kinds of skilled tradespeople, metal workers that were just brilliant. They could invent anything. And uh, they were definitely dyslexic or maybe mildly autistic. And today, they've taken so many of the hands-on classes out of the schools. Now, I'm happy to say that some places in New York State are keeping it in, and kids aren't getting exposed to stuff like cooking, sewing, woodworking, metalworking, uh, plumbing, electrical. And these are good jobs that are not going to get replaced by computers. And, and we're getting kids today that have never made a paper airplane. In fact, I've got a new book out now called Calling All Minds, How to Think and Create Like an Inventor. And in Calling All Minds, I have my childhood projects. That includes paper airplanes, kites, uh, jumping jacks, all kinds of little things made out of cardboard and paper. Also, uh, uh, biographies of famous inventors and copies of their patents. You know, we've got to get kids interested to 
get off the screens and get out there and do things. Oh, no kidding. Well, you know, I was going to say, one of my outstanding professors is probably gone at this point from this planet, Dr. Mark Belf. Anyone who's listening, whoever had him, um, you never forget him. And he was a very small man. He barely cleared five feet tall. But he was a powerhouse and a titan. And I remember, and this was in the Department of Education at Queens College of the City University of New York. I am a product of a public school education. And I remember one, I remember a number of classes, and this is not day before yesterday. In one of the classes, he, he, he used the Socratic approach. He would say something impossible, and a sentence or two, and then sit down and let the class... And when in. you said that, being a visual thinker, I just thought, well, is the Empire State Building purple? I just tried to think up there's something really stupid to say. Right. Maybe we could have... Obviously, it's not. But. Well, the thing is, one, <laughs> one of those classes, he said, all children have the potential to be Einstein. And then he sat down. And the, what went on after that was the, you know, nature versus nurture, you know, the genetics versus the environment. Um, and at the end of this two-hour class, the last 10 minutes, he would get up and kind of summarize what he heard and what he thought. And his point was, if you start out by, in your own mind, labeling a child's, and limiting a child's ability in your own mind that this child What I get can't. concerned about is when I go, I've been out to Silicon Valley. I have given talks out of major tech companies. I've been to Microsoft. I've been to Google and other companies. I have those, perhaps those programmers are on the mild end of the autism spectrum. Oh, no kidding. And then I see a kid at an autism meeting that's 10 years younger, and he's addicted to video games and going absolutely nowhere, and nobody even thought to even teach him some coding. There's no way they can get interested in coding if they're not exposed to it. I got interested in cattle because I was exposed to them when I was uh, 15 years old at my aunt's ranch. You know, students today, a lot of them aren't getting exposed to enough stuff to find stuff they couldn't make a good career. Theater would be another career that's not going to get replaced by computers. Now, low-level accounting, that's going to get replaced. Uh, High-end uh, doctor that's going to read your leg x-ray in the future, a computer in the future will read your leg x-ray. You told me all about how you, right. you fell over the dog and broke your leg. <laughs> uh, that's going to get done in the future by a computer. I think it is now, frankly. <laughs> I don't know. I have a tough time in the county I live in actually getting to see a doctor. And a lot of nurse practitioners, God bless them, but, you know, when I go into a hospital, I want to see a doctor. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, and then they and then the tech can't tell you anything about the X-ray, but they'll let you look at it. Right, exactly. You got well, it. You got the whole the new story. new digital X-rays are pretty easy to read, actually, and and uh, yeah, you can look at it and go, "Eek, um, that's really bad." <laughs> or we'll just put a cast on it or a boot on it, and it'll be fine. Just uh, don't walk on it too much. Explain to my audience how you. In seeing, you know, in the... In the, in the All right, let's just talk about the leg thing. No, well, As I talk about these things, I'm seeing a boot. In fact, I'm seeing a person that, that was at the airport recently that had a boot on. Um, I'm seeing another person at the airport that was uh, using one of these uh, these scooters, where you a knee scooter. You see, as I talk about something like that, I actually see it. Uh, now I'm seeing some digital x-rays that were at a veterinary uh, conference. 
So uh, the, 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 you know, the, things come up in my mind as specific pictures. The storage closets in your brain open and these pictures fall out. Well, they're categorized. So, I mean, I can get in the x-ray department. I'm actually seeing the x-ray of my collarbone when I was a very young child and broke my collarbone the last day of school. That was a wrecked my summer. X-rays were very blurry. And I'm I'm seeing that. So, I'm also now feeling and seeing the ace bandage they put on me. It, it, and it wasn't broken really badly, but it ruined my summer. In the film, they show when when you're at that, there was a gate and the gate opened and it didn't close. So you had to yeah. get out. And now, close. I made that. The projects that are in the HBO movie are accurate. I actually did all the projects that are shown in the movie. The movie also shows visual thinking very accurately. And the main characters are real. Well, that's my question. Now, obviously, to do a movie, they had to like change some stuff around and and compress some events. But let me ask a question: When you say you know they they, they that was one of the things that's fascinating. You're looking at the gate in the movie, and all of a sudden on the screen, we're seeing that something that looks like a blueprint growing with little dotted lines. And well, what it was showing was the angles. Yes, and I can do that. I'm very good at angles. Wow. Has anybody? Say, and I think you know a lot of people that are in radio. I have found highly verbal. I remember one time talking to a lady in radio, and she said, "I used to be in television. I hated it because I didn't know what to do with the pictures. Where oh, I'd be just her. the other way around. I want to do the pictures, and then I'll add the words later." No kidding. All right. Well, yeah. listen. There's no accounting for everybody, but you know, let let me just understand. With all of the research that we hope is really going on into the. The, the concept of autism. Want, has again, anybody to come to... What has, a big spectrum it is. Silicon Valley programmers are autistic. Einstein was probably autistic. Thomas Edison was probably autistic. Skilled steel workers I worked with who built some of my projects are probably autistic or dyslexic. So you've got this huge spectrum going from somebody that can be very talented to somebody with very severe problems. And it's all called the same word. And I think one of the reasons for that is when the children are really little, when they're two and three years old, um, they can look really terrible. I was one of those that looked really terrible when I was uh, three years old. But I was really lucky to have lots of early intervention, lots of emphasis on turn-taking. You've got to teach these kids how to wait and take their turns. You've also got to give them opportunities to use their language. Another thing you need to remember when you're talking to these kids is they're like a phone on one are. You might ask them to use their words when they want the juice. You might have to wait 15 or 30 seconds for them to respond because his brain's got to load the web page. You know, don't try to rush them. Give them time to respond. Wow. But has anybody learned enough about the workings of the brain to understand why you think the way you think in well, pictures and diagrams? Well, actually, a big visual thinking circuit. And you get into the whole thing you brought up before the commercial break about nature versus nurture. They they are both important. Both are important. Um, you know, let's say a kid has some ability in music. Well, if he's not exposed to musical instruments, how would that kid ever know he'd be good at music? You have to be exposed to instruments. Now, I was ex- uh, I had piano lessons. I was not good at that. Uh, computer programming tried that. I was terrible at that. But at least I got exposed to it. And that is something that's just so important. A lot of kids today are not getting exposed to enough different career options. And we better not be sticking our nose up at skilled trades. In the last year, I have stayed at four hotels in major cities, downtown, tower, super nice hotels, 
and the water system completely failed. Wow. Because the city's uh, not taking care of their water system. Uh, this had never used to happen before. Yeah, power would go off in hotels. You'd have no hot water. But the, on a big hotel like the Pittsburgh Sheridan or the Hilton in downtown Denver and have no water at all, that never used to happen. Infrastructure is crumbling, and we're going to need people to fix it. Yeah, no kidding. But, you know, in the in the film, um, when you, you reached a certain point where you were writing for uh, a farmer's newspaper. That's right. I was writing for a farm magazine. It's a really important scene in that movie where I walk up and I get the business card from the editor because I knew if I could start writing for that magazine, that could really help me get ahead in the cattle industry because then I could write about some of my projects. And I had the guts to go up there and ask for the card. That also gave me a press pass, which got me into all kinds of expensive national livestock meetings that I wouldn't have been able to afford it to go to. You know, that's that's an important scene. I saw that door, and I walked through it. But when you were writing, um, people thought you were a man, and it, you and it was believed by one and all that if they knew you were a woman, they wouldn't have taken you seriously. Well, the local people in Arizona did know I was a woman, but I can tell you, being a woman in a man's world uh, was very, very difficult, and that was much more difficult than the autism part of it was. And what I had to do was make myself be the very best. What I did in my business, starting back in the early 70s, was make myself an expert in a highly specialized area that fortunately at the time had very little competition. I picked out a specialized niche market to make myself an expert in. And that market was? Designing handling facilities for feedlots and ranches and meatpacking plants. And in the film, you see how distressed the cows were on their way to slaughter, basically. Well, I get asked all the time about whether cattle know they're going to get slaughtered. That's something I had to answer. So I remember driving back and forth between what was the Swift plant in Tolleson, Arizona, and um, feed yards that were maybe an hour and a half away. And I looked at how the cattle behaved, and they behaved the same way in both places. Uh, most of the uh, upsetness is simply novelty. You know, people will say, oh, uh, my steer that I got ready for show, he behaves fine at home, and then he went berserk at the show. And one of the reasons that happened is because there's all kinds of new things there, like flags, bikes, and balloons. Right. And this brings up another thing with autistic kids, surprises scare. Right. You know, if you have to go to a new school or do something new, um, you know, show them pictures of it. Show the website. Visit it beforehand if that's at all possible. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back, finish up this hour with Temple Grandin, who has been so generous with her time. Get your hands on the feature film, people. Temple Grandin, you'll thank us for it. We'll be right back. This is Stephanie Abrams. Don't leave me. Gather up your friends nationally and internationally at a convenient time and date for a live meetup online with Stephanie Abrams for a book chat for your book club or friends and family about her page-turner novel, Rumors. Stephanie will join you to answer questions and question answers. Contact Stephanie at rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and visit sabrams.net for details. That's rumorsmeetup at AOL.com and sabrams.net to plan your book chat date with Stephanie.
Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222.
rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David... It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. We are finishing up this hour with Temple Grandin, who I hope will be gracious enough to come back with us again another time because an hour isn't enough to cover all that we need to talk with her about. Um, So if you missed any part of the day's show, by the middle of the week, you will find this this show archived forever at sabrams.com, S-A-B-R-A-M-S.com, in the show notes. And if you go to travelers411.com, the interactive side of our family of award-winning websites, you'll be able to go into the podcast. And for 52 weeks, the podcast will be there so you can download it. Temple, um, you you teach uh, at the... um, University, the Colorado, Colorado State, Colorado State University. Don't mix it up with the other university. Got it. Colorado State University. Colorado State. And you are professor of animal science. Animal so science. Does and that I do a leave class you? Class in livestock handling, and the... my students also have to do some learn how to do a scale drawing. And one of the things I need to do is explain to them why learning how to do a scale drawing is important. And I go, even if you do nothing with livestock, if you buy that couch. It might be a good idea to make a drawing if you live in a living room to make sure it's going to fit. <laughs> and don't build the boat in the basement and then try to figure exactly. out how to get it out. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, you know, since uh, kids are doing less and less hands-on things, in the last five years we've been finding that the students are having more and more problems with doing a scale drawing. And some of them have never even used a ruler or a protractor or a compass or any of those things that you draw with. That's another reason why I did my book, uh, Calling All Minds, and I've got the simple compass flowers that I drew when I was in third and fourth grade. You know, we need to get kids doing hands-on things. It also teaches practical problem-solving. For sure. And so um, does your teaching schedule allow you enough time to interface with people the way you will be on October 24th at well, the Beekman Town High School? Well, basically, my class um, is one day a week for half the semester, so I have to be home on Mondays and Tuesdays. So um, if for those people who would love to be in your presence and hear what you have to say and maybe get lucky enough to ask a question that you answer, um, are there other places that you'll be visiting in the next few months or into Well, you can look at my website, templegrandon.com. That's my autism website. And then my uh, livestock website, grandon.com. It's my last name, grandon.com. And you do need to spell it right. Also, of course, I've got a lot of books on the website, both autism books and um, livestock books. Yeah, and if you go to sabrams.com, you'll find links there to both websites. So if you're driving, don't go off the road trying to worry about getting it noted. Um, We have just about two minutes. What is it we haven't touched on that in these almost two minutes you would like our audience to know and remember? Let me just talk about a few other things. If you're working with kids that are autistic, 
you know, let's say in the workplace, one of the biggest problems I'm seeing is these kids are not learning how to work because as I go across the silos, you know, go visit Silicon Valley or I go visit, um, you know, a, a cattle operation, I'm seeing people, uh, you know, granddad's age that have been very successful. I've had lots of granddads coming up to me, and they're finding out that they're on the autism spectrum after their uh, grandkids get diagnosed. And granddad has a job because granddad had a paper route when he was 11. We've got to start teaching kids working skills before they graduate from high school. Things like walking dogs for the neighbors, maybe a church, synagogue, or volunteer job, farmer's market volunteer job. As soon as they're legal age, maybe working in a retail store, they've got to learn that discipline of showing up for work every day. And you want to have a slow transition from the world of school to the world of work. And that's one of the reasons why I emphasize so much learning how to work before they graduate from high school. Again, I want to emphasize autism is a very big spectrum, going from Einstein and Edison to somebody who may never learn to dress themselves. This is one of the problems where people get locked into the label. And, and uh, I have talked to so many skilled people. I know a guy who owns this great big uh, stainless steel food factory, and one time we discussed what labels he would have gotten as a young child. He would have gotten every label in the book. And uh, he owns a food factory in a private jet. And then I see another kid that be his junior addition ended up addic- addicted to video games in the basement. And some of the emails and messages that make me the happiest is when a mom will write to me, you know, maybe uh, just I uh, read one of your books or I went to one of your lectures, you know, five years, maybe even ten years ago. And my kid's just doing just great now. Oh. That um, makes me really happy. And that makes it what a happy note to end on. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to run today's Travelers 411 programming on Travel with Stephanie Abrams tomorrow. And make sure you watch my TV show Sundays, 5 p.m. on Biz TV Network. You can get it on Roku as well if you're not one of the 40 million households in America that can pick the show up. Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams. Come back next week, everybody. Got to fly now. Mm-hmm.